0: Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. And are you, are you coming to the tree with us? Where they strung up a man, they say, who murdered three? Strange things did happen here. No stranger would it be if we met at midnight in the hanging tree. What's up, guys? Uh, we're here to talk. Uh, um, it's Billy Polly and your host. And with me, as always, is the, hmm, the Plutarch to my president- Julianne Moore? Uh, Mr. Raul Rodriguez, uh, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm not a fascist leader. <laughs> I love you, Katniss. Yes, we're doing the most... Eh? <laughs> of the YA franchise? Most, eh? Entry of a movie franchise? Mockingjay Part 1. Ah, uh, the- Yes first time, well, the second time of making a bad decision of splitting a book in two halves. You could say
0: third time, technically.
1: This is before Divergent.
0: I wasn't talking about Divergent.
1: Oh. Harry Potter was okay. I I was talking about
0: Harry Potter either.
1: Only Twilight did it before. Exactly.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Great deductive reasoning. (laughs) Breaking up part one is better
1: than this movie. Sue me.
0: No, Breaking Part Dawn Part One is funnier. Yes. It's unintentionally funny. Here it's just okay. Just but man, yeah, is it boring? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, released the year I graduated high school, 2014, once again in November. So Mm. these all, all these movies are released in November around in or around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. because I guess they just cornered that market, whatever. And once again, starring Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Liam Hemsworth, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson, you know, all of them are back. Mm -hmm. And we do actually get a couple of new faces Mm -hmm. because the movie starts with Katniss having a nightmare and she wakes up and she's in District 13 and... She has. She, she goes over to Finnick's mm-hmm. room, and we meet our first new character, Boggs, played by Oscar winner Mahershala Ali.
1: Not yet the MCU's blade, <laughs> Maybe because it's not, that movie hasn't happened yet. But also, I also like that between all of this uh, all of this thing that is going on like Candice is so traumatized of everything that happened in the games and then still she's like where is Peter and one of the many times that she says where is Peter and then we they offer her to so was like you need to sleep miss, miss everything and then finish was like a, I wish I was there I wish we were all there we just died in the title car and then we She's talking, uh, Candice is talking with Maharshala Ali's character. I was like, I thought there was nothing of this in 13. That there was just some military. I was like, and then he was like, we're, we're part of the military. War was never over. When the capital destroyed everything, we just survive underneath the ground. And then we see that Katniss goes into a room. She sees Plutarch. And then we meet... One of the other new characters of this movie, Alma Coyne, pre- the president of District 13, Julianne Moore. She's like, I know that you're traumatized. And I, I'm after the, everything that you went through in the games. And she's like, you should have saved Peter. I was like, uh, but what you did is started a revolution. Seven dishes have rebelled because of what you did, Candace." We need every district to we need every district to be uh, to be upright against the capital. That's the only way that it could win. And then uh, Candace is saying, You should have saved Pita. And then we see that Coin and they are talking by themselves after Candace uh, leaves the room. And they She's not the girl that you promised me. She and then I was like, Yeah, she is. She needs to see to a district all destroyed. And Amma Coin says, You should have saved the boy. And then we see that Cannes catches up with Gail. Boo! She says that she's sucking with Gail and Gail kisses her. And Gail offers her to be like, oh, we're gonna go and just take you to District 12. And then Cannes, between all of this, she sees how destroyed District 12 is, but she sees that the only thing left standing is the Victor's village. As she's looking out that the whole house is still almost intact, but she finds the cat, Prim's Cat.
0: Yes, the cat known as Buttercup.
1: Buttercup, and, there we go.
0: Yeah. Um, again, Katniss and that cat hate each other. Funny because mm-hmm. her name is Cat. And uh, forgot about President Mallory Archer, played Julianne Moore. Uh, but all I keep seeing is Mallory Archer. But have you read the books? Yeah, spot on. The description is almost spot on as -hmm. well because a lot of the descriptions of the characters are a little bit different than what they end up being. They got like the majority of the stuff, but not so much. And uh, when they get to the Victor's Village, it's just a surprisingly very dark scene because we see everything just bombed to shit. But not the Victor's
1: Village, though. It's still almost intact.
0: Almost like taunting Katniss. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to destroy everything around you except for your home Mm -hmm. that you won, that we provided for you. Mm -hmm. And then she stumbles across... No better way to describe this. The body field of skulls from Terminator.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. But it's also very... It's done very seriously. And just the amount of adding to Katniss's PTSD that is done in this movie alone is both comical and terrible.
1: Francis Lawrence did a similar scene in Constantine when Keanu goes to hell and we see all of the people, the bodies, and that represents the head of one of the demons. That's a good transition. That's one of the best transitions in the movie in Constantine. It reminded me of what you're saying about the skulls. And then we see that snow... Puts out a message to all of the districts because all of the districts are rebelling. So I was like, never let them because uh, she, he's getting a shave before he cuts through the message and then someone cuts him off. So By never the way,
0: him. weird shaving technique, not using shaving cream mm-hmm. and barely touching the face. Almost like he didn't want to actually get shaved. More like mm-hmm. just touched up a little bit. Yeah. But he also says a line, um, it also shows, he's like, I'm not going to call them rebels because that's what they want to be called.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: he's going to try to downplay it. And he's going to call them, uh, I believe, radicals. Radicals. Uh, yeah, it's not
1: topical. And then, really, and because he, and then he, he, he also
0: says, says, and I don't right. want them, uh, I don't want to break my very first rule. Never let them see you bleed.
1: Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's a piece that Pan has gathered for years, thanks to law and order. <laughs> they got some radicals of the quarter quail. All of the images of the Mockingjay will be punishable by death, execution. Those who face me prepare to pay the ultimate price. And we see so many people in different plazas getting murdered in front of all of the people from different districts. So it's always giving this message that if you support the Mockingjay, you're going to get killed.
0: Yeah, and not only that, something I do actually appreciate about this movie is the mm-hmm. fact that coin, plutarch, everybody refers to Katniss as the mocking jay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They put her up on this pedestal because she's become this symbol. And we know as an audience, that's the very last thing that Katniss wants or needs right now. She's still processing the last Hunger Games. And mm-hmm. then add another one. And now this rebellion, it's like this poor girl has been through too much.
1: I want to ask you this because I'm maybe I'm pretty sure I'm making a bad point. But does it feel sometimes that the whole story that technically can is kind of like a passive protagonist? That almost a lot of the choices were made for her, but she still made some choices to throughout the story?
0: I, I think so too. Mm -hmm. And it's not that she wants to be a passive protagonist. That's also shown that she actually does want to help. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: she is a good person at heart. But the problem is that those decisions are getting made for her. And she's getting very tired Mm -hmm. of people doing things for her and having her be passive and stuff. Especially with like the last movie when she finds out about the whole rebellion plot. Mm Mm-hmm. So what happens after that is That's Snow, yeah. the
1: first time that we see him Fleckman with Peter.
0: Yeah, and this time it's not all big cameras or anything. It's more like a Diane Sawyer sixty minutes interview. I was
1: gonna say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I
0: appreciate it, that it's just straight and to the point. Or Caesar doesn't have his any of his flamboyant flair. And
2: mm-hmm. he's just
0: act and it shows again, he's a good interviewer. And Peter, who is clearly just becoming a head on a stick, he's he's getting pretty rough shape. Yeah. And uh, he gives the interview, and everyone in thirteen is starts booing him because he calls for a ceasefire and stuff, even though he's clearly being manipulated. Yeah.
1: And I do like that uh, that detail though because it was like I, I love that Candace never keeps up though that she believes that Peter is being in control. and then Cannes goes to Coin and was like, "You're gonna announce to your government that you're gonna pardon, uh, pardon Peter and the other vectors, or you'll find yourself another mockingjay." And then she leaves the room, and then uh, Plutarch's like, "That's the girl that I promised you. It's right there. She, that's the girl that you want, uh, <laughs> Coin." And then then we meet up with another interesting progress of a character, Effie, without her makeup. But she's still trying to be a little elegant, like in the Capitol, because she's technically now a fugitive. And it's a really interesting kind of in between of how Effie's doing with her character.
0: And I love that Plutarch listens, and he's just like, you, you realize you can go anywhere you want. We're not mm-hmm. holding you against your will. But she's sort of like, yeah, but I don't want anybody to see me like that. And then he's just like, you know what? Plutarch is getting so fed up with everybody. He's like, you know what? Fine. You want to you want to act like a prisoner of war? That's mm-hmm. fine. We'll replace you. And she's like, with who? And he goes, literally anybody. <laughs> and then she's just like, yes, but you cannot replace the Mockingjay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So she actually is very aware of what happens, but Plutarch also says, whether you like it or not, your life in the capital is over.
1: Mm-hmm. You have
0: to accept that.
1: And then it feels like, uh, it was, we kind of like everybody wants to be you, kill you, or become you. And was like, uh, and here's some of the designs that Sena left before he died. So he's dead. And I was like, yes. And I was like, he believed that you were the one that, that you will end all of this. And then we get into the candidates in the volume making a propaganda commercial Oh,
0: and also the outfit she's wearing i like to call it her final form outfit was designed by sinna so mm-hmm. it's like sinna was not only a fashion designer he also made body armor which mm-hmm. is cool and he added a little mockingjay pin in all black of course
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it's very highly fashionable and also marketable for you, you know the the whole Mockingjay mm-hmm. uh, marketing thing, which is good because, like you said, they start trying to shoot propaganda, and Plutarch is directing her, and it's just going nowhere because obviously.
1: Is it one of the only times that feels that Felisa Homan went for Phyllis Muhammad was like, no, that's a bad take. Now raise your voice, do this. <laughs>
0: and, yeah, and he's just like, uh, you know, you know. <sighs> sorry, I will go again. Just try it again. And then they actually do the B-roll footage with the terrible CGI in the background. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's the most bland propaganda ever. And this are supposed
1: to be the future.
0: Yeah, and it's supposed to inspire people and mm-hmm. to rebel and stuff. But then Haymitch comes in as well because I love when he comes in and he just like... And that, my friends, is how you kill the rebellion. And she's still mm-hmm. pissed at him, but he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry. They forced me to be sober." And I guess, uh, and she's just like, "I didn't notice you without the, with the sobriety." And he's just like, "Well, uh, it's painful as it looks."
2: Mm-hmm. But then
0: he's in like the whole meeting war room with Coin, Boggs, and Plutarch, and everybody, and he's just like, "All right, fine. You know what?" I know this girl. You can't... Oh, yeah, and Gale. Gail mm-hmm. actually surprisingly gets a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. He, he wipes some stuff down, and he's like, all right, so what is something that Katniss did on her own that we didn't coerce her into doing, that the Capitol didn't coerce her into doing, and that she did for herself? And Effie's like, she volunteered for her sister, she allied with Rue, and mm-hmm. she also um she, she fired the arrow into mm-hmm. the air and he says
1: yeah we need to make it we need to make it like seem that kindness has to come from her it, that, that doesn't feel scripted that it feels that is natural from her and it's a thing that is coming from the last film because even like those prior protests, it was like come on tell us what you really feel we want to know your real worlds it is a really interesting concept because a lot of people love Peter, but now immediately everybody jumped the gun that he's a traitor. I'm like, it's interesting that the only one that believes that K- believes that he's not a traitor is Candace.
0: Well, because people are stupid, and they And also because I like the development
1: of Can and now finally is loving him more.
0: Yeah, she realizes, oh, he was actually a good, non toxic guy. That unlike can... you, Gail. Yeah, unlike you, Gail which I actually like that Gale recognizes his own bad behavior. And he's just like, yeah, you only want me when you feel sad Mm -hmm. and you don't have your little boy toy PETA. And he's just like, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I want, uh, like, I understand, but he he concedes the battle because he knows he's lost. And I like, okay, at least you recognize that Hawthorne. Which is Gail's last But day. also
1: Gail says, like, I'm always here also when you're suffering. And I'm like, ooh.
0: But it's also kind of true to life to some friendships. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're only here because you want something from me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she clearly just wants to give those kisses. She wants that dick. Um, <laughs> but no, what does happen Gail is... Gail sucks. Like, not my, my ship. They... I, I just... Let me finish the damn thing. Uh, (laughs) They're like, okay, you know what? There's some unrest in eight that Mm. we can uh, spin. So we got ourselves our camera crew. We got a director, um, Chrisidia, who looks like Skrillex with a face (laughs) tattoo played by Natalie Dormer or uh, Marjorie Tyrell from Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones. We get another guy um, and two brothers one of them played by Foggy from Daredevil,
1: mm-hmm. who can't,
0: who doesn't speak either, and I guess he's an Avox, right? He is an Avox, and <laughs> uh, Boggs and Gale as well. Mm-hmm. So she's got her whole elite task force, and they're all in black armor. Oh yeah, and BD has now become Oracle from Batman, where he's in the wheelchair, and he not only has. Controlled communications because you know he's the old tech nerd, the but hackers. he gave Gale a crossbow with explosive tips, and he upgraded uh, Katniss's bow and arrow. And he's mm-hmm. like, "No, no, don't, don't fire the red ones." And that's going to come into play like here. Hawkeye. just like Hawkeye.
1: <laughs> and then this is when she goes to District Eight. And this is the thing that I was a little confused though, because that's when I was going to be really boring. Is the people that they're in the hospital district, are there survivors from District 12 or their survivors from their attack in District 8?
0: I assume it's their attack in District 8. Okay. And all the District 12 people are in 13.
1: I in mean, 13. That's the thing that I got a little confused. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and also. And-
1: just for me, I also like the District 13. It feels like a, a really weird kind of like underground prison, uh, the, the way that it's designed. I'm um, like, it feels like a, that movie. I don't know you have never seen It's called The Platform on Netflix, the Spanish horror movie. It's really good, though. You should watch it. Yeah, but go on about the hospital.
0: So they go into the hospital, and then Katniss is just, I like that she's kind of freaked out a little bit, and she's just like, I'm not going in there if I can't help. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna stand there, and she thinks also that everybody's gonna hate her. But then they're like, "No, no, no! You're a symbol. People want to see you. You'll inspire hope, and all that stuff." And I'm like, "Okay, so who is she? Superman?" In this case, they're they're treating her like that. They're putting her up like she's a god amongst men, and she's clearly very uncomfortable with. Hey, that. hey
1: she's a goddess amongst women. Don't forget about that ex women. <laughs>
0: I hate you, Simon Kenberg. not <laughs> believe you wrote such a stupid line. But what does happen is she goes there and, uh, oh, yeah, also meets uh, Commander Paler there. She becomes important later. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's there injured and stuff, and then they're just like, are you with us? Are you here to help? And she's just like, yeah, I am. And then they also ask, they're like, what about the baby? The lie. And she just goes, I lost it. oh what the shock Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: then of course we got three fingered salute Mm
2: -hmm. and every
0: time that happens i just go see kyle because it's it it looks like nazis to me like whenever you put like an arm up
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i'm not saying (laughs) i want this to be taken completely in context i'm not a nazi nazis are evil fuck them but i'm saying that this looks like something especially with what coin does later
1: and not only that, because also it's topical because of what we're going through right now in the present. That's why also it feels like oh, it doesn't look like it because it looks like messy stuff. I was like, mm. and this is when we see the the whole attack, the whole attack on the on the on District Eight, the hospital. But then this is the thing that you told that you got pissed off when uh, Katniss throws the arrow to one of the ships. And the a ship going, oh, yeah, because goes.
0: the um capital learns that or snow learns that Katniss is there and he's like, All right, we're just gonna bomb him and mm-hmm. try to kill him there, try to crush the rebellion in one mm-hmm. swift stroke. And while that happens, we get our action scene and it's kind of like boring because yeah. they're up in the sky and they're. It's done pretty quickly, too, because the two ships that come by and presumably bomb the hospital, Mm -hmm. um, Katniss and Gail, both do their arrow shots, and it's the shot that they use for all the marketing, and it crashes into buildings.
1: And it feels like a studio note, though. It feels like like when you need an action scene just to keep people awake. Yeah, and also
0: that, oh, we need a trailer shot. Yeah. So... I got confused because I thought they shot the buildings into the hospital. Yeah. I don't think that's what happened. But if that is what happened, it's like you only got yourself to blame for all the fire and destruction, Katniss. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then she's just, they're like, oh, no, 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 we can use this. Let's just roll this. And then uh, with the GoPro cameras. (laughs) And uh, Katniss is just like, the Capitol just bombed a hospital with men. Women and children, and I kept thinking in the back of my mind, they're like animals, and they slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> but what she does and go. Then, is like, you
1: know, what can is needed, she needed another girl next to us. And I'm Mirando de la Cruz de la Hoya Cardenal, District 8, acaba de ser destruido. <laughs> just for the Latino audience for the Pan Am, <laughs> the Univision Pan Am.
0: <laughs> Oh gosh oh yeah and everybody says panem weird like coin says Mm panem for some reason and i'm like is this just a billy d williams i don't give a shit Mm -hmm. moment because it feels like that from julianne Moore." Uh, there was also a line of dialogue from prim looking much older in this Mm -hmm. movie you can clearly tell that time has passed um she's mentions that coin lost her husband and her daughter in a plague so that's why she's like oh why that's why coin is such a hard ass And basically has to, like, she's such a thorn in Katniss's side. And these two, like, clearly don't like each other. And Katniss has a problem with authority. Mm -hmm. That said, back to, um, but the coin also is using her for the symbol. She recognizes. Mm -hmm. So it also shows she's very smart Mm -hmm. and knows how to win a crowd.
1: In between all of this, we see that Pira gets another interview. And she's oh, no, no, way. We
0: also we forgot to finish the uh, Propo, as uh, they the are called, Canada, yeah. Which they're calling a Propos, and I'm like, that is the dumbest name I have ever heard, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she says, directly to President Snow, you can kill us and everything, but if we burn, you burn with us. And then they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, that's good. And Does then they play that. And then they say, join the fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Join the rebellion. And everyone in District 13, who are the most easily convinced people I have ever seen. But it's also true to life, because people are very easy to convince. Like, all (laughs) it takes is just one little slip, and you're a pariah. Mm -hmm. And then it takes one rousing, mildly rousing speech, and you're a darling. It's not topical. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. You just need to say, join the
1: Rebellion. Text 33500. <laughs> Text Rebellion to 33500 to join the we Rebellion. We need funds
0: on Kickstarter.
1: Yes. Uh, and then we see that, uh, we see all of the people saying the line. I was like, hey, we burn, we burn windows. And we see people killing a lot of peacemakers all around the the, the it's Am- Keepers. Keepers. <laughs> Yeah, the peacekeepers. I hope uh, they were all
0: John Cena peacemaker. Uh, <laughs> that
1: would be, whatever, that would be the cool. stormtroopers. The stormtroopers. And I like
0: that they all have like the black visors down so you can't see their faces and you know, they're just faceless soldiers. And anyway. then we
1: see that Peter gets another T V interview, it was like and there's like a, if you are you sure that Candace never knew nothing about this rebellion? Because they're saying that she knew all along. I was like, "No, we didn't even knew." Candace, she did her own decision when she destroyed uh, the dome. It was like a Candace. You know, I was like, "You, you need to stop this war. Can you really trust those people that make you a symbol?" And then Gale is watching the TV. I was like, "What a traitor!" I was like, "He helped you at your whipping, Gale." And when then Gale says, "I wouldn't say those things even if I have a gun in my head,"
0: and we're like. Yeah, sure, Gail.
1: Yeah, sure, yeah. And I was like, yeah, Gail, you want oh, to save, you to your family.
0: Of, you're saying it out of petty jealousy. Mm-hmm. That's the real reason, but you just don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get with Jennifer Lawrence, and you're much taller, but it doesn't matter because he's the better guy.
2: Mm-hmm. And Josh
0: Hutcherson looks like somebody is like has a gun to his balls, if anything, and he's just like. He's doing really good at, like, you know, trying he's not He's the to break. chair from
1: Casino Royale. He's strapping the chair from Casino he, he Royale. He looks
0: like it's so good when he he's trying not to break. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he's just on that verge, and he mm-hmm. looks terrible. Like, he's so skinny and clearly beat up. And, again, he becomes a head on a stick, like Skeletor. And, and it's, also
1: I like the detail that every time we see It's, it's very Bella
0: in Breaking Dawn Part 1.
1: Yes, that again. we see him decomposing little by little because he has he's no he's not eating.
0: Yeah, it's very clear that he's being tortured.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: Snow knows that Katniss cares for PETA now. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can use this. And then after that is when they have to do 12 to do the
1: to do the tape of like Ken is doing another propaganda video by showing District Twelve.
0: Oh yeah, and we also learn that District Thirteen has been stockpiling weapons
2: mm-hmm. for a
0: long time. They got so much uh nukes and stuff, but um, they were not strong enough. And uh, then, like you said, they go to District Twelve and to shoot another propaganda video. This is basically what it is. It's just turning Katniss into a propaganda and sparking and adding fuel to this rebellion. That's mm-hmm. basically the movie.
1: But also, like the statistic though, because it says that 910 people survived out of the 10,000 that died. This was, I was like, damn, that's a lot of people. Actual
0: mean? good hum- uh, showcase of humanity from mm-hmm. Gale
2: and yes. some humility. Mm -hmm. That
0: was desperately needed because this guy came across as possessive, arrogant, and just, maybe not not arrogant, but he's just a jealous Mm ex-boyfriend. And here he's just like, I could have saved them and I should have been dragging people. And they're like, Gail, you saved people's lives. Mm -hmm. You did as much as you could. And the fact that you were to save anybody's lives.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Out of this thing that just happened like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're like, Gale, you have nothing to be ashamed of. And then they're just taking a lunch break, I guess. And while that's happening, um, the song, they notice the Mockingjays. And uh, um, Foggy from Daredevil is just like, you know, sing, motions mm-hmm. to sing. He's communicating through sign language and everything. Mm-hmm. And so Jennifer Lawrence is just like, oh, really? You need me to sing for the soundtrack? Okay. And she starts singing this song called The Hanging Tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was in the books. But James Newton Howard made a really good beat on mm-hmm. it. And Jennifer Lawrence very much did not want to sing this.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind of
0: clear that she's she's tuning out. At, because at this point, she had become a superstar. and had She won the editing. Oscar. She won for Silver Linings Playbook and everybody wanted to work with her
1: and she was becoming a diva this is the start
0: that's how it starts Mm. and this is also the movie where um she started wearing wig it's kind of true because you can see her try not to move her head around Mm -hmm. as much just to you know keep the wig on and everything which is it's crazy it's like well you can dye your hair again it's not that big of a deal you don't need to wear a wig. It's like, at least it's not a CGI wig like in Van It's not as bad as the ones in Twilight. My God, Bella's wig was so bad. But, I mean, not as bad as Carlisle's. Those are just like...
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, there is a good connection with the Hanging Tree song and President Snow if you have read the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So it's actually quite poetic in a way Ooh. is all I'm going to say. And then that gets broadcast to the nation, and now everybody has their rebellion song, which is the Hanging Tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As District 5, which controls the electricity and the water dams and stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they basically form a giant suicide wave
2: mm-hmm. and
0: take out the dam like it's uh, Helm's Deep or something, and they cut out the power for all everybody. of the nation of Pan Am. Mm-hmm. And while that's happening, uh, Hamish says, okay, coin... Re- um. Oh, no, no, no. Then uh, Caesar Flickerman's doing an interview with PETA,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they were able to hack into the system, BD and... To put Poo- the, the,
1: the, the forest District 12.
0: Yes, along with some hanging tree, and you see, like, PETA's, like, catness, and he's starting to get out of it a little bit.
1: Yeah, because he's like, just he- like a... I was like, "No one is safe now here in the capital. They're coming for all of us, Candace. And they're going to thirteen, Candace. Run, run!"
0: Which begs the question: If they knew where thirteen was all along, why didn't they just bomb them the first chance they could? I don't okay. know. That seems like a very logical thing to do if you're in a war. If you know where it is, it's. But then again, I guess they don't know how fortified it is.
1: Well, also because they knew the location. When well, we get to the moment that happens in part two, I think that Snow was playing a long game. That you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, I, I the suppose you're. At the end, right.
0: I suppose you're right. Mm-hmm. And also, sometimes uh, killing people makes them martyrs. Sometimes yeah. making a martyr is worse than, um, you know, keeping them alive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because at least if you can keep them alive, then you can get some reason but it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. there is a war and anyway president coin to her credit orders an evacuation and everybody's Mm -hmm. quickly evacuated to even lower levels because district 13 is underground
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and then several squads are coming and prim of course is missing because we got to have our Uh, dramatic moment with katniss going out and looking for prim and she did it for the fucking cat and even katniss is just like what are you crazy why did you do this and then she's just like i couldn't live with myself after you know i couldn't because that cat Mm -hmm. means a lot to prim Mm -hmm. and of course gail was there too because gail is always just he's just friend zone at this Mm -hmm. point (laughs) but it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter
1: and then you can the see evacuation. it in his face too.
0: He looks so sad. He's just like, God, I can't believe I'm doing
1: this. I know. And then uh then Coin says to to Candace, I was like, I will remember what Peter did. He saved us. He gave us an eight way, a minute shot. He saved a lot of people with what he did. And then we see that Candace goes all the way to the top of District 13, but she finds a lot of flowers. The same flowers that she found at the Victor's Village in her in her house. White flowers. White flowers. And then she's saying, I was like, it's no sending me a message. He's going to kill Peter." And then the camera says, like, no, you need to control yourself. No, 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 This is all a trap. And then we see that Fennec is the one doing the message instead of Katniss showing the thing of how the 13 was still there. And then Fennec- Yeah, because
0: they were just like, okay, Katniss, we got to do this. And then she's just so shell-shocked. She's just like, no, I can't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, what do we do? And then Fennec is like, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Because... Remember my payments and secrets, so I'm in the books. Actually, he publicly broadcast all the secrets that he knows. Oh, and this not only works as a what people assume was a propo, but in actuality, it's just to buy time for them to extract all the victors.
2: Because mm-hmm. they're
0: like it's a six man squad, and uh, they all volunteered, and guess who was the first one to volunteer? Katniss, as Haymitch says. And she's like, Gail. And
1: mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah,
0: Gail. He's doing it because, you know, he can't get into your pants, but he can at least try to do the right thing. It's for the ship. Bo- and get your boyfriend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they're like, uh, um, And since the power is out there, Coin recognizes, hey, it would be better to get the victors. And She's like, we don't need PETA and Katniss firing at each other like weapons. We could just get Mm -hmm. PETA Mm -hmm. over and try to rehabilitate him and all that stuff. Or like, at least clean him up a bit because they know he's been clearly tortured.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: while that happens, Finnick is being like, oh yeah, by the way, President Snow, he poisoned a lot of people. So he quelled a lot of rebellions Mm
2: -hmm. over
0: his many years as president. It's never also indicated Uh, whether he was elected president or if he just grabbed power Mm -hmm. you can choose whatever you want and then we get president snow are you there president snow because katniss wants to talk to the president directly and she says it like 20 times and it gets really annoying that's that seems to be a problem with this movie is they repeat stuff 20 times to the point where it's redundant and annoying and then Snow comes in and his perfect Skype call, and he's just like, oh, how are you, Kat- uh, Miss Everdeen? I see that uh, Um, it- she's just like, I never asked for any of this to be in the Hunger Games mm-hmm. or in the Quarter Quell or for PETA. or." To saying
1: that PETA be free. It's too late, Miss uh, Everdeen.
0: Yeah, th- the, uh, the time for negotiation has far past i told you how fragile peace is and now whether you like it or not there is a war and then he's like i'm not gonna do anything because or I- i'm gonna keep them because it's the ones that we love the most that will destroy us so it's like i know how much this boy now means to you so i'm gonna use it against you but then he ends it by going yeah. Also, did you think I didn't know that you were at the where you guys, what you guys are doing right now? Mm-hmm. You're at the Victor Center.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he let them go through, mm-hmm. and then he just pieces out, and he's just like, "All right, just kill him."
1: Mm-hmm. And then, uh, wait, then um, um, like, oh my god, it's a trap! He planned all of this, and then he's says, like, "Come yourself down, woman. We're gonna make it." And then we cut We cut into the movie and we see that Gail comes back and then Gail's like, they let us go. It makes no sense, but he's he's right there. You should be with him when, when he wakes up. And we also see that Fennec makes up again with Anne and then we see uh, Jenna Malone's character too and she also looks super skinny. It's weird that Anne didn't look skinny though. She didn't look skinny or beat up, only Jenna Malone and Peta. We're only the ones that are going to look beat up. Yeah, in it. And like, yeah. Joanna
0: has lost all her hair as well. And mm-hmm. she looks pretty rough. And But it doesn't matter because we want to see Peta, And he's got bruises all on his face. His eyes are bloodshot. And again, he's a head on a stick. And you can clearly mm-hmm. tell that there was some CGI and stuff. But then when that happens, she's like Peta, And then immediately... And then he starts choking the shit out of her. <laughs> to the point mm-hmm. where she has a ridiculous derp face. And she gets choked into unconsciousness. And then Mahersha Ali just comes and hits him across the head to knock him out. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and again is like, PETA, PETA Griffin, where are you?
1: And with, her, with all of her neck brace, super huge neck brace. That Jennifer says when she's, she's walking, we see coin with all of the people from District 13. And now everything that we just did, we're just ready for the rebellion. I was like, I promise you, we freed the victors tomorrow and tomorrow uh, today and then tomorrow we'll free Panama. And she raises her arm and I was like, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Yeah. And, then-
0: and it's it's like Benito Mussolini once had a quote that said, their energy, I feed from there. Where he's mm-hmm. like, their energy, um, um, or yeah, I feed off of their energy.
1: And also, I like that Effie is looking at Plutarch, and Plutarch is technically quoting Coin because it's kind of like saying that Plutarch is the one writing the speeches. And, and then Effie, she's just like,
0: "Oh God, did
1: I do that?" Yeah, and then Effie is like, "Until uh, so this is how Liberty dies with some more applause." And like she <laughs> Effie needed to say that right there. And then and, we see the final shot of the movie. We oh see- no! We
0: also learn because Plutarch states what is wrong with Peta. He's been hijacked. Oh, yeah, I psychological forgot. Psychological torture and tracker gener- uh, tracker jacker venom. The venom. He has been conditioned to fear and hate Katniss, and mm-hmm. he even says fear is a very hard thing to get over. But we're working on an anti serum. I I feel optimistic. Can't really say anything. So essentially, he's he he's got to go to rehab and mm-hmm. detox at this point. And then, like you said, Katniss sneaks into the medical facility with her ridiculous big neck brace and everything.
1: He really huge. It looks like the neck brace from Man of Steel. Like the whole ne- the biggest neck braces are all of the all of the uh people from wear as they have the the whole helmet thing. And then she's like uh she sees Pita and I do like this shot though. The whole white thing that Peter's like, ah, and they try to control it, and then she's just crying with all of her eyes red, and we focus on the glass between him all crazy, and then she with the red eyes and crying, and this is Mockingjay, part one.
0: No, oh, and then it just cuts. And, and then cuts. The, after the end credits, after that god-awful Lord song, mm-hmm. um, the Mockingjay logo goes from The Hunger Games. And then it turns into the Catching Fire one. And then it turns into the Mockingjay logo from this movie. And then finally, it breaks the circle where it's a full Mockingjay. And it's free and flying at this point.
2: Mm -hmm. Like
0: in uh, the back of the book. Mm
1: -hmm. To set up.
0: Oh, yeah. We got one more of these. Anyway, uh, that is Mockingjay. Part one.
1: You first because it was your first time watching it.
0: Yeah. First time watching? It's not as bad as everybody says it is. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is in spite of it being two hours long, it drags. You feel like they were really stretching to make this a two-parter. You could have easily done Mockingjay as one movie, and it would have been fine. There was no need to split this into two parts. Harry Potter, yeah, I get uh, Breaking Dawn also get. There was no need to do this for Mockingjay whatsoever. You did it because you only you wanted more money and you just saw the trend. I think that's the biggest problem with the movie. But outside of that, once again, the cast is great. Um, it's also hard because this is also the weakest book. It's not a bad book, but Yeah, first half is just Katniss becoming a propaganda symbol, and it doesn't make for an interesting story. If you had saw what the districts were going through, maybe, but it's like we got to go through District 13, and we got to meet even more characters, and it's just... It's becoming tedious at this point. And then it ends with, oh, and will PETA be better?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. I kind of like um, this movie I, I was kind of bored though with the pacing the first time I saw it, I'm like I was a little disappointed because you came back from the high that it was catching fire a really amazing sequel and then you follow up with this I was really disappointed at the theater when I was watching this movie Now that I rewatch it again, I was a little bored, but I kind of get the, you know what, it's not as slow as I remember, but it's still really slow and boring. But I was still watching the movie, and I'm like, it's okay, but also the thing that you're saying about the book, I mean, like.
0: I I think that's, again, that's the biggest problem is they didn't need to split it into two.
2: Mm -hmm. It would have
0: ended fine if this was like a three-hour movie. You could have easily Mm -hmm. done. But they were really stretching here.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'll give this movie um a seven, six and a half. I'll give this one a six and a half.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna give it seven and a half. I thought it was mm-hmm. all right. You know, I've been t- told many times over the years this movie is just called "Where's Peta." It is kind of justifying in that case, mm-hmm. and. I also just, I've been told, oh, they're, the last two are not as good as the second. I knew that going into it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, ex- like, everybody made it seem like it was dog crap. And I don't think it's dog crap. I just think it's its fine.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: maybe we'll see how Mocking Mockingjay Part 2 goes, where we end this series. And this is also the last episode before Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes come out. So we're going to see how that fares up as well. And we will cover bout of songbirds and snakes eventually.
1: Oh, yes, we will.
0: Um, it will be unfinished business that we will take care of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as always, you can find me at Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on no letterboxes at Robert RDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNS pod on Twitter. And please give us an interview on Apple, Spotify, and the other ones in Jubilee.
0: Yes, you can follow me on Twitter and letterboxed at Master of Puns 196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our main show, Twitter at SYNS Pod, as well as give us a five star. Just write a review on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Stitcher, wherever podcasts can be listened to. And as always,
1: see you next summer. Are you? Are you? Da nah, na na na
2: na